from MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Today on the Handyman Hangout, we're going to talk about a sensitive subject for many homeowners, bugs and other pests. Every home has got them to one degree or another, but when do you know if you've got a real problem? When is the best time you can uh, call a professional? When can you handle it on your own? We'll talk with John Abel about this and also take your questions you have about any pest control or other general home improvement projects. Share your comments and experiences this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is pouring concrete this morning. Our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Today on the Handyman Hangout, we talk about a sensitive subject for many homeowners, bugs and other pests. Every home has them to one degree or another. But when do you know if you have a real problem? When's the best time to uh, call a professional? And when can you handle it on your own? We'll talk with John Abel about this and also take any questions you have about pest control or any other general home improvement projects. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you fellas doing today? Good. Good. Absolutely blessed, man. Wow, you guys sound really excited. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning, folks. Here we go. Chilly. Uh, yeah, it is chilly this morning. Hopefully, that'll, you know, I'm so ready for not chilly. I, you know, I don't even want to say the word spring, but I'm really ready for that. Or oh, yeah. anything that even looks like it. So um, so what are you working on, Dell? Right now, we are currently working on um, three total remodels. Um, wow. Good outs and put back. Along with um, several other callers calling in, um, want to get scheduled in for other things. Uh, we had two floods, and uh, just a slew of work, man. I mean, just wow. uh, really busy. Okay. about you, John? Oh, man, we've been, you know, this uh, has been an exceptionally cold winter. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, things like rats and mice and squirrels want to be inside. All chased inside too. by the cold. Yeah, and <laughs> we've been, uh, they've, they've, not just me, but everybody out there has been slammed with, you know, rodent calls right. and, and squirrels in the attic and coons and possums. Well, I'm going to ask you uh, a little bit later on the show about something that decided to come into my house that my (laughs) wife is, will demand that I ask you about. Okay. Anyway, um, you know, I got an email and and I got to tell you guys about this. We got it on the fixit101 at mpbonline.org email. And uh, here's how this goes. Uh, I was listening on Saturday to the repeat show from last week. At some point, you guys mentioned that you made some shelves from reclaimed wood. Yes, that was me. I made some shelves from reclaimed wood. You said you just put a bolt on the wall 
12 inches apart and put the shelf on top. I want to stop there before I move on. First mm-hmm. of all, uh, it's 16 inches. And the reason why I say that is standard wall studs are 16 inches apart from center. Mm-hmm. So if you if you measure from the dead center of that um, of that the stud. stud, 16 inches away should be dead center of the next stud. Yes. Right? Okay. So uh, she says, my first question is, what kind of bolts are they? They'd have to be pretty long for them to go on the wall and then extend out far enough for the shelf to rest on it. Also, would they support the weight of the shelf plus books or whatever goes on the top? I can wow. tell you what I used, uh, a lot of people would call uh, a lag bolt. Uh, you know, I mean, just mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a big, thick bolt that you would use um, – you would use – uh, not a screwdriver to put in. This, yeah, a, this a would ratchet require a, a ratchet uh, socket set to yeah. put it in because there's no way you could hand turn this. Uh, but the ones that I bought were six inches long. Okay. And they only need to go into the stud about, say, an inch to hold that up because it's it they're they're not really flexible. You know what I'm saying? So they're not going to bend unless yeah. you just sit on them. Yeah, so, and 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 she can overdo it if she put too many books up there. You can break that bolt. Yeah, the you know. the, the floating shelf. But l- let me say <clears throat> this: that that uh, you know, if you do this, this is a really easy way. They 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 sell a kit for a floating shelf oh, online, yeah. and what it is, it's just a piece of metal, right? Mm-hmm. And it has two cylinders that come out of one side. Well, you screw the the uh this bracket to the wall the 16 inches mm-hmm. and it has these two things well the, the the trick is is to use a drill bit into the 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 side of the wood cuz you have to drill holes into the side of the wood so that it will fit over those brackets or those bolts okay so i just yeah. kind of cheaped it by doing the bolts instead of getting the actual bracket okay um and uh, the second question is whether you made some kind of groove on the shelf on the underside to accommodate the bolt screw. That's what I was talking about earlier. What I did was I took a 3-8 drill bit, mm-hmm. and I went into, uh, you know, you have one side of the board and the other side of the board. Well, you don't want either one of those. Mm-hmm. You want you want the, the short side of the board, like the, like the uh, you know, just the little bitty part. Mm-hmm. And you drill into that halfway. So, okay. That's how I got mine in there. <clears throat> However, you can uh, you can try doing that, but do look for the kit online. It's a floating shelf kit, hmm. and you yes. can find it uh, just about anywhere. But you can go to your local hardware store and possibly pick up one of those or one of the big boxes. So well, give that mm-hmm. a whirl. Yeah, you know, I was wondering: are any of the older homes are they are some of them set on twenty fours? Are they all sixteen? Even I mean, like there, the there should be all sixteen unless um, Papa built it himself. Yeah. But usually they're on sixteen. Sixteen's yeah, yeah I've been yeah, there for 16, a long time. Long time yeah. Well, uh, now, the, the joist is on 24 sometime, oh, okay. 23 and a half. All right. Well, um, I love this. John, uh, we were talking before <laughs> we came question. into this. Before we came into this, okay, tell me the question. Tell me the, the words that you have on the paper in front of you. I was going to ask him about ladybugs. Man. Okay. John and what I were talking I about ladybugs with a person that works here at MPB called <laughs> right. and he just eat up with ladybugs. Yeah. Now Frank is on the line in Jackson, and guess what we're talking about? Ladybugs. You with us, Frank? Yes, yes. About eight years ago, I remember the day <laughs> I off to go to school at NYU, and there were two little ladybugs, and we said, oh, aren't they cute? Right. Ladybugs. Well, this year, we got at least a 1,000 of them. <laughs> right. How do we get rid of those? Do I need a professional? 
well, with uh, they're actually what you're probably dealing with is what we call an Asian lady beetle, and um, they look similar to what we consider a ladybug. Um, they actually, uh, this time of the year is kind of, I'm kind of shocked that we still have them. Uh, but, yeah, we've been dealing with a lot of them. Uh, the only thing you can really do with a ladybug is two things. You can put out uh, insect glue boards in your seal, your uh, window seals to catch them. Uh, you can vacuum them up because, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> it's just there's not a whole lot, um, you know, to do to to stop them. What they do, they're getting, you know, some of them are getting in the attic up under some of the insulation and in, in, in nesting there where it's warm uh, in your in your window sills and your door sills and behind the uh, um, the the seal of the door. It's got the strip that goes around. It. They're getting in behind that insulated, and you know they're they're actually apparently you know laying eggs and, and breeding back there. Uh, you know, awesome. Basically, you know, a fly spray, I mean, you know, because I could spray, you could spray pretty much anything, but what's popping out is, is usually getting ready to die anyway. Um, but, you know, it's they are very difficult. There's not anything that I know of right now that attracts them to it uh, that works really well. But uh, insect glue board, they'll crawl on it, get stuck, and, you know, it, it's kind of a pain, but that it helps you to keep them having to vacuum them up because there are – a lot. <laughs> I, mean, we, I deal with them every day. And you know what's funny is that I saw this, Frank, I saw this online because I know we've talked about this in the past. I saw this online the other day about these particular uh, Asian beetles, which right. look like ladybugs, right. um, are a particular delicacy for dogs, but they unfortunately don't, they, they attach themselves to the inside of the mouth of the dog mm-hmm. instead of being swallowed by the dog. So the dog eats them. Like uh, they would lots of different bugs, right? But they then they just attach up under the so, tongue, normal. up under the tongue, or on the roof of the mouth. So those those bugs, the 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 Asian beetles. Which how do we tell the difference between a ladybug and these things? Well, you know, a ladybug is is a bright red with uh-huh. the dark spots. The Asian lady beetle is kind of a kind of an orangey color. Yeah, they're not uh, quite all red. No, do they both red. live together? Uh-uh. They're, they're two totally different species. Uh, the mm. Asian lady beetle was released here to help control the uh, cotton boll weevil. They eat the larvae of a cotton boll weevil. Well, they it, it, it was a good and bad thing, and it helped, but they've become overpopulated, and there's really yes. nothing that can help get rid of them because they – it comes with the way they uh, they lay eggs and breed in, in, inside your home because it's warm. I mean, that's where they want to be. And normally, you know, this time of year, we've, we were, we were been done with them. But uh, yeah. like I said, a fly spray, just, you know, there's really not a whole lot you can spray on that will it will kill the ones that are there, but the other ones that are hidden are going to come on out. But uh, honestly, glue boards, insect glue boards will help you vacuum them up. Uh, also, if you crush them, they they smell horrible. Uh, so really, you know, yeah, and they would they do pinch. They will they won't bite, but if you get them, they will pinch you a little bit. Really, you know? mm-hmm. so that's, that's that how little they, feeling. Yeah, there's a little, little pinch. That, that's kind of like how they attach to a dog. They kind of stick in there and pinch on him. Let me just say this tissue. to to anyone who's thinking about it. If you think bringing a species into the country to fix something else is a good idea, <laughs> please call somebody. I mean, anybody. Here's the person that emailed us earlier is uh, at the Department of Biochemistry and Molecular Biology, Entomology, and Plant Pathology oh at Mississippi goodness. State University. That person ought to be able to tell you don't bring in invasive species. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like kudzu. I mean, they brought it here and see what had happened. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't bring the bug that eats it, though. Yeah, so. All yeah. right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And uh, you can also send an email. Uh, what is that? Fix it 101 at mpbonline.org. 
Got uh, Del Moore here from Affordable Solution 601. John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. If you've got a pest question or, hey, I'm working on something and I need some help. Or even better, guess what I did? I would love to hear that. 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Itsy Bitsy Spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sunshine and dried up all the rain. And Itsy I'm telling Bitsy you, spider Itsy Bitsy Spider crawls in my the house. There's about three people running out. Anyway, <laughs> what's that statistic, John, about spiders near you? Isn't that weird thing it, you ever hear? You know, you, you've got the spiders... Uh, are all usually through your house and you, you know, don't see them very regularly. Uh, but, uh, as you sleep, you know, you, you swallow a couple of them a year. No, don't nightmare for everyone. Well, we're starting to have a lot of spiders pop out. Now when it gets warm, they'll, you'll start seeing them pop out in your house and stuff. We're starting to see a good bit of that. Well, let's do the whole opening thing. Okay. Uh, welcome back. This is fix it. One one on MPB think radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from affordable solution. Six Oh one. Jeff Sammons is pouring concrete. And our guest today is John Abel of Abel's premier pest. Join the conversation this morning by calling eight, seven, seven, MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know, I was talking earlier about what you guys were doing. Something mm-hmm. I did this weekend, I forgot to mention, that was uh, it was really fun. A, a, a while back last year, uh, we were mowing the lawn and a rock kicked up and and shattered the glass that is on our back door. We had a, a you know glass portion of the back door, mm-hmm. and I I have looked online and I've looked in stores and everything for this glass, and it was prohibitively expensive. Oh, it yes. was terrible. Yes. Um. And but but there was nothing wrong with the door. Just the glass were busted. And I the thought, door well, would be cheaper without the glass. Yeah. Yeah. And and I could, in order to replace replace just the glass, I could have bought a new door. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I can call a glass guy and have them come out and, and take care of that. But I went on. This is not an endorsement of any sort. But I went on to. Have you guys ever looked at the app Let Go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is where people just kind of take a picture of something and sell it online real mm-hmm. quick. And it's not really big stuff typically. It's a little stuff around the house. Right. Well, this uh, one person had a door exactly like mine that that had the, the door frame was goofed up. So they were selling it. For twenty bucks. Oh wow! <laughs> well, of course, the window portion screws out. Yeah. So I bought the whole door, and and I took the window out. And this weekend, I'll be putting the new window into the old door <laughs> in order to. Do it. But I was like, "This is great! I got to fix this door for twenty bucks." Lucked so, out. Yeah, I lucked out. You're right. I did luck out. All right, number to call is eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. The question of the day for my wife would be, all of a sudden, it got really cold and really rainy, and so the ants are back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Man, yeah, the ants are coming into the house big time. Mm-hmm. What's the deal there, John? Well, you know, uh, ants, as it gets colder, they go deeper in the ground, because obviously where it's warmer, you know, to hibernate. And mm-hmm. as it warms up and the ground is moist, they, mm-hmm. um, they go out to forage. Mm-hmm. And you know, while it's warm, to pick up more food, you know, mm-hmm. for the for the nest. So you, uh, yeah, we've I've had a lot of uh, when it, 
like especially after the snow melted, you know, we had several ant calls because they were being invasive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were just, like I said, just, just foraging, you know, for foods. They're not right. really mounding so much. They're just foraging okay. and uh, picking up some more, you know, provisions for the finish, finish out of the winter. So, so they're shopping at my house? Pretty much. Right. Pretty much, right. yeah. Awesome. That's what they're, doing. they're, they're shopping at your house. So, uh, so right now, right uh, at this moment, John, what critter are you chasing around most often? No, oh, it's rats. Rats. Oh, yeah. Really? What oh, has yeah. happened? Uh, man, it's just, you know, they they uh, they want to be warm and they want to have food, too. Where so. are they coming from? Well, I mean, you know, here's the thing is they're always there. Okay. It's just how well your house is sealed against them. Okay. And there's a lot of things people overlook. I mean, like your air conditioning lines going into your house. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, I mean, people I mean, that that, that uh, sealant they put there 20 years ago is no longer there. Right. And uh, they overlook that. I mean, you know, your doors have gaps and they're not sealed yes, well. They, yes. I mean, it only takes a, 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 a hole for a small rodent the size of a pencil, a larger rat the size of your thumb, and that's not very big. Once they get their nose in, they, they squeeze the rest of their body inside. Once they're inside, they're there. You know? That's amazing. So once you see one rodent, how many others are hiding well, I mean, it, you, what happens is, in in um, as one rodent comes into your house, they leave a pheromone trail for others to follow. Oh, man. and what it does is it tells them, "Hey, I found a hole in, or I found a way in, and there's food here, and there's warmth here, and and that's why you go from you find one, then you find fifteen or twenty. Not necessarily okay. they're nesting there, but they followed them in. And what what people don't realize is is rodents um, they don't stay in your house all the time; they move in and out. I mean, they go outside, they come back in, and you know, mm-hmm. once you once you get them sealed out, you usually have uh, you know less problems. But they're always outside, especially okay. if you have a creek uh, or the city drain close. Mm. I mean, they they're there, and it's just how well your house is sealed against that situation. Um, and that's what people need to okay. you know look at is those situations of windows, doors. Uh, you know, up under your house where you're plumbing, if you've got a conventional floor, mm-hmm. um, 90% of the time it's, it's around a drain pipe that's running through your floor. And, and me, Ed, as you know, I can say, John, one of the, one of the, uh, uh, really great stuff to use on this is called great stuff. Okay. It's, it's, no, John's not buying into it. <laughs> they can eat through anything. <laughs> Well, I mean, that great stuff is, is is good, and they use a lot of that to do under sealing. You know, keep the under the house. You right. know, mm-hmm. they seal the floors with it and stuff. Great uh, stuff, by the way, is a stuff in a can that you spray. It's actually just called expansion foam. It's better foam, right? And they'll if they want in, they'll they'll chew through that in well, about about thirty seconds. You know, um, are you serious? Yeah. If you're going to use it, I would say put some steel wool in with it. You know, put it in there and then spray it over it and, you know, make it look better. It keeps the air out. Wow, really? But it uh, foam's good uh-huh. if it's used correctly with uh-huh. something. In, but it, just a spanner foam by itself is not going to. It may deter them for a while, but if they, that, it's an area they know they can get in, they'll they'll get you in, especially if it gets colder or they're hungry. Um, you know, we one of the biggest areas I find all the time is, and it's contractors where they put a tub in uh, for the they usually hold about this big around up on the tub. Yeah, you know, right. You get your hands in there. Yeah, you get your right. hands in it work. It's a huge hole, and it and it's usually left. And right, it's a huge, huge hole. And uh, so we, mm. you know, I, I have a lot. I do a lot of uh, sealing that up because most of the time, once they get under the tub to get out, I mean, they go up, they get in the wall from under the tub. So that's an area too that people don't realize. That. Well, I can, I believe you. I've seen the traces. That's like a little hatch there. Well, 
Because a lot of people rat, put them on the back side where you can get in access to mm-hmm. the um, manifolds, and then they just have a door in your house. Well, I mean, when contractors are building stuff, and you know this, when, you, when they, they don't they don't think the About way bugs? I think. They nah. don't think of the rodent, you know. <laughs> they don't think of insect. They just say, "We got to get this in here. We got to get it built and make it best Man. we can." And they keep on going, and then I come in behind them and, and fix it. All right. So, well, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. And folks, the lines are open. You can ask any question that you want. I've got contractors and bug guys here. I guess I shouldn't say that. What, what's the proper term, terminology? Uh, pest control specialist. Pest control specialist is here, John Abel of Premier Press. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. So uh, when you call an exterminator, how do you know you're getting a fair price? Because I, you know, no one uh, like if you were to ask me what's a fair price for an exterminator, I'd be, like, I don't, I don't know. You could charge me nine thousand dollars. I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. Well, the only way I can, only way I can explain it is the way I, I do it. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, some, some, most everybody, I go around, I go by these a similar, similar scenario that most, most of them do. We take chemical plus time mm-hmm. plus mileage, and you know, that's it's all built in. I mean, you know, when you're you got a pest control, you're paying for the chemical. You're paying right. for their time. You're paying for the fuel. Uh-huh. And there's several things built into that when you go to an hourly charge. Right. Okay. Uh, so, you know, he may charge you, let's just say, $100, and he's there 30 minutes. Right. You know, but it is it is a lot of things built in there. And a lot of companies uh, uh, are more expensive than others. And, uh-huh. you know, uh, when you have larger companies, you have, usually have a – you, you sometimes you can negotiate prices then when smaller companies that that can't absorb some of that so what about expectations john here's the deal when when if i call you or someone like you to my home nothing better crawl for like three months but so so <laughs> yeah. tell me about those expectations is that too high well yeah you here's the thing it is is depending on what you're working on um you know me if i come out to your house uh monthly uh, you know, you've got a guarantee for 30 days uh-huh. against that. If it's bi-monthly, then you, you've got a 30-day plus 10. Mm-hmm. Because really there's nothing out there, not much out there, that's going to stop some for three months. Really? I mean, you know, wow. if you go three months, uh, it, it is because what happens, once, once I put the chemical down, it immediately starts breaking down. Okay. Oh, okay. And after over a period of time, it, it breaks down to where it's, after about sixty days, it's usually not even hardly anything there to it works. It depends mm-hmm. on what chemical you're using. Okay. Also, uh, another thing too is you know one of the expectations is uh, that I don't I don't believe in spraying just spraying baseboards throughout your house. It's a waste of chemical and a waste of your money. Huh. Uh, you just need to hit the entry points because the EPA is really 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 pushing hard to not have so much chemical in homes uh they they're pushing more of an inspection you find the issue and you treat that area right okay because if you got children running around and Mm -hmm. if you got toddlers you never know what they're gonna put their mouth on right you know so it's that's one of the things that that you know i'm very very cautious about Uh and uh you know is where i place my chemicals or where i uh you know of course rodent baits uh now that on the inside they have to be inside a con- closed container right uh so well, kids can't eat them and stuff well yeah they yeah. have cats dogs whatever oh yeah then think about the they'll, other animals yeah. they'll uh they will they will uh cat or dog will eat a rodenticide just as quickly oh wow <clears throat> excuse yes. me so 
All right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING-VOTES. The lines are open. It's 877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. What are you working on? What are you hoping to work on when the weather is not horrible? So, 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Support for MPB comes from Atmos Energy, with a reminder that it's free to call 811 to have underground utility-owned lines located and marked. Calling 811 two business days before starting to dig is the safe thing to do. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is pouring concrete this morning, and our guest is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Calls coming in. You can make a call at 877 mpb MPB ring got a couple of lines open. Uh, we're about to go to this guy, but I can tell you, anytime something starts with home remedy bug control, there's gonna be fire. Let's go to Brad. What's going on, Brad? Yes, sir. These uh, pesticides they sell at Lowe's and all the Home Depots at twelve uh-huh. months guaranteed. Spray the baseboards; they'll die for twelve months. Uh, what are they lying about? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point. Are you talking about like the whole house stuff? I, I, you yeah, know, the, well, Spectricide makes them, Bayer makes them, everybody, little gallon jugs, some mm-hmm. of them battery-powered sprayers. Yeah, the battery-powered oh. sprayer. This is the greatest thing that ever happened to the world, by the way. I bought <laughs> one last year, uh, and they work great for a minute. What do you think of them, John? I, you know, um, the the things that you get uh, on the market that you can buy without a license. By the way, his his face is completely red right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's, it is what happens is you get you get about a, a, a third of what you would normally get uh, in uh, 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 what a normal pest person or control specialist would use uh, a PCO. You're about watered down. Um, I'm not saying watered down. It's just what they do is they put let's say they put some chemical in there and then they mm-hmm. put other things in there, derivatives in it to supposedly make it uh, last longer. Oh, preservatives. Um, preser- yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's it's, it's called uh, encapsulated, oh, okay. uh, which means it, it releases slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just what they're saying is that, that chemical will be on your baseboard for 12 months. Now, whether it would kill anything, I, I'm not – I couldn't <laughs> say. But it's, it is just it's, – it's really hard to uh, – uh, for a chemical that long, to last that long because it does break down. There are a few that do – that are out there that last a long time. But they're very closely regulated by the EPA uh, because they're nuclear. Pretty much, we have to do a lot of reports. We have to do a lot of reports on them and, and turn them in. So, and they really, they, they like I said, they watch them pretty closely. So, our, the state of Mississippi is one of them. They they do a really good job of keeping on top of things here. Man, you're killing me today, John, because I I use that stuff. And uh, and it, what it is, it's like like he said, it's like a gallon jug of. And you know, I hate to use a brand name, but it, it's like a spectricide. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. you get it, and it's got the little trigger. On there, and you go around the house and you spray it on everything. But now I know that I'm just buying. It's designed to make you feel good, Kool Aid or something. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing: uh, I can take I can take those chemicals mm-hmm. and I can make them work for me for a time, right? Because it's, what you usually pay for when you hire a pest person, 
you're usually pay you're paying for their chemical, I mean their knowledge and, mm-hmm. and experience of taking care of issues. Right. Okay. Now the the layperson, you know, you you you, you buy you spray everything in the house and yeah. you may or you may not get the right area. <clears throat> right. So that that's the way that works. Yeah, you know, it's really fun. Every time somebody starts with I've got a way to kill blank, it always almost includes diesel fuel. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've seen that this summer. I've seen that this summer, by the way. Couldn't go in the room. It smells so bad. Right. I appreciate it, Brad. We're going to move you. on. Uh, and Brad was in Tennessee. Cool. Steven's on the road, and he's got a slug issue. What's going on, Steven? Hey there. How y'all doing? Good. You got slugs? Uh, yeah. And there's nothing more disgusting than going in the kitchen in the middle of the night to get a glass of milk. Mm. Oh, and man. And stepping on one of those nasty <laughs> now, somebody had told me that if I would take a mayonnaise jar lid and pour cold beer in it and sit it around outside, they would go to that beer. But I didn't think I'd waste my beer. So, uh, so I've had- heard that. I've heard the beer thing before, and I've actually tried it outside, and you will catch one to two snails who are just looking to get drunk, I guess, because I don't know. <laughs> there's a bar there. <laughs> right. There's the bar. What do you think, John? Well, you know, uh, not just that, but, you know, dog food really works well if you wanted to cash them. But, uh, you know, they do make slug baits that work fairly decently well, and you can, you know, you can get them, uh, you know, offline, and they do okay. Uh, to say you'll kill them all, uh, that's, that's, you know, it's kind of iffy, but, you know, uh, uh, if you can find the area they're coming from, you know, salt uh, works on them really well. Uh, you know, we do this. Well, uh, I, I live in I live in New Orleans in the French Quarter, and we oh, have Lord. a nice courtyard with a lot of plants and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah. it stays a little bit wet, so it might be that. And uh, however, I did buy some granules at the local hardware store, and I put down around the doors, and that works. Until it rains, and then of course it washes it away. And but uh, anyway, I just don't. I don't want to give those slugs my cold beers. So right. I, yeah. I, I guess I'm just stuck with them. Well, yeah, the, the slug bait, you do have to replace it when it rains because once it gets wet, it's no longer any good. So right. that's just one of the things you're going to – and you live downtown New Orleans, too. There's everything in downtown New Orleans. So. Well, yeah, let, I live in the French Quarter <laughs> where the rats are big as cats. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, let me ask, John, here's a question regarding that. When you put out baits like this for snails, do you put them outside or inside? No, you would usually run it along your – where their entry points are usually your door sweeps is usually coming around your doors. It's usually a gap, and it doesn't take a. It takes a very small, like a one thirty second, you know, gap for them to get in because they're very. I mean, it's very right. minute. So I would put them in the entryways, or like if you've got a brick patio. But do you mean inside or outside? Out, outside. Outside. In like a brick patio that you can do, you don't use dirt or sand instead of mortar. You put it along the edge of that. Any place that's damp, not wet, but damp, they're going to uh-huh. be breeding in there. Oh. And they'll come mm-hmm. up and they'll eat that bait, uh, and it does. There's fairly well. Now it's not foolproof, but it does okay. You know, and it's, it's snail bait. I mean, can you just encircle your house with a big box of Morton salt? Uh, you know, yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, you kind of have to. They, they will. I mean, they'll avoid it if they get into it. Obviously, it dries them out. You know, right. but yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> Kill well, everything. I sure appreciate it. I listen to you guys every Wednesday morning driving from New Orleans to Mobile, and I always. Enjoy your show, and I appreciate y'all very much. Yes, sir, Stephen. Have a great trip. Let's keep Enjoy. on moving. Uh, got one for Dell here. Uh, Hal is on the line in Clinton. He needs to repair a driveway slab. What's going on, Hal? Hey, Hal, you're going to have to turn your radio down, man. And in three. Hello. Hal, you with us? Yeah. There you go. Hello, 
So what's going on with your driveway slab? Uh, it's cracked, and I, it's uh, been poured in three or four different pieces, and I've got uh, two bad pieces in it, and I wonder if I have to um, replace the whole driveway thing or they can come in and do just part of it. You know, last mm. year at the, uh, at the uh, home show, at the trademark, there was yeah. this company that they would come uh, to you, and they used something like a very specialized expansion foam that they would put under that slab that would raise it up to mm-hmm. the level of the highest point. You follow me? Yeah. Uh, and, and then they would use uh, something to uh, fill in the cracks. But I don't know how temporary or how, uh, you know, that fixed, but that is something I saw that was not repaving. You follow Yes, I follow. Uh-huh. Sounds uh, like it would be uh, quicker uh, and less costly. Uh, yes, sir. That's what it sounded like. I'm sure you can find that company. But, Dell, if you were not doing that, what would you do? If, if um, you know, for the homeowner that wants uh, the long-lasting fix, you know, we always believe in just taking out what's needed and uh, reporting that area, and that way you got it. And, and then you want to watch the runoff to make sure nothing is running under or your elevation is deteriorating under or anything like mm-hmm. that. So Good it could need a curve. Or any, you know, just it needs to be um, looked at mm-hmm. and a uh, proper uh, design drawn up. But it can be um, busted down and put back uh, cost efficient because the foam is probably going to cost a lot more than you think. Yeah, uh, and, and I can say <clears throat> that uh, concrete's cheap comparatively. Yeah. You know, as far as, uh, as, far as material goes, uh, compared to some other materials, uh, Concrete's not that bad. Well, what kind of who does this? Do you have people who specialize in this, or do you just call um, a home builder, or what? Well, you can call a, a home builder, a general contractor of some sort, uh, but there are specialized companies that deal, that deal with just driveways, and also uh, the occasional foundation company will mm-hmm. deal with that. I see. Okay. Right. Uh huh. Very good. Thank you for your help. Thanks, Hal. We appreciate it. Now let's go uh, off the grid to Mr. Timothy in Louisiana. What's going on, Timothy? Good morning, boys. Morning. What's going on in Louisiana? Well, today I'm I'm rebuilding one of my wind turbines. One of my redneck neighbors was jealous of it and shot one of my blades and damaged it. Oh man. No. Yes, but that's no. That's not why I called. I, woke, I, I called on a cautionary note. Uh huh. Last year, some Texans died. A family. They hired some guy who didn't know what he was doing to humor, to, to come in and poison in their house, you know, uh-huh. mm. against mice and rats and stuff. Yeah. And the, whatever he sprayed in there, the family went to bed that night, and they didn't get up the next day. Mm. And he was using a farm poison uh, oh. in an undiluted state. And, uh, in a home? A in the home. Yes, in the home, and the whole dang family died. Well, know? so John, tell me, so make that... sure you get a, a, a trained individual, right? You know, who's got a license. You know, I mean, this is boy howdy. Wow, that's you know? that's something else, Timothy. John, what what do you th- have you heard of anything like that? What would happen? I remember that incident. Uh, uh, I remember reading about it. Uh, what 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 happens is a lot of people to save money. Uh, they go just hire someone, mm-hmm. uh, unlicensed <clears throat> normally. Well, most of the time unlicensed. Right. And they get cotton poison. Mm. Okay. And cotton poison is not made 
for your interior use. Uh, I've seen it a lot of times. Matter of fact, I've opened cabinets and seen a, a Jim Beam bottle full of cotton poison, and I don't. Uh, it smells terrible, but it really doesn't work as well as you know people think if you mm-hmm. use it. But it, it does emit a fume when right. you put it out. Uh, now I don't know if this if he used a fumigant. Or, well, I remember vaguely about reading about it. I don't know if he used a fumigant uh, and and did not. Uh, uh, properly you know, wait, move, properly move the yeah. family out or whatever mm-hmm. for a long enough mm-hmm. time, uh, but um, yeah, if you 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 you're not really you're really putting yourself in danger if you don't get someone that knows what they're doing or is licensed or has you know because if you just go out there, it's like if you build a house and you hire somebody that doesn't know what they're doing mm-hmm. to build your house. I mean, you're not going to get a very good job, yeah, right. you know. So if right. you get a professional in there. You know, two things are going to happen. You've got a, a person that's bonded that if something happens, you can fall back on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it kind of covers you. you always got to think about you and your family as you deal with chemicals. And people just kind of write it off. It's always a bug guy. Right. You're putting out chemicals. <laughs> yeah, this is you know? a chemist. And so it, it, it's, it can be dangerous. All right. Appreciate yeah. it, Timothy. That's a that's a real good warning and a, and a big deal. Uh, I wouldn't want anyone doing a cheap out on getting rid of bugs and actually hurt themselves or pets or whatever all right let's uh let's keep on moving to linda in port gibson who's got a roach question that it's the evil enemy of all mankind what's going on linda Mm. yes um i'm calling because um you with us linda yes i do i had the exterminator come to my house and uh, the first time he sprayed, it got rid of a lot of them. And then the following month, I guess, he came, he, he sprayed again, and he said that he had to flush out. He had to flush out the, the old roaches. Mm-hmm. And that just brought them on. I mean, he was crawling <laughs> everywhere you don't want them to be. They got mad at you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, John, what's she talking about there to well, flush them out? What happens, is, and and I also do this. Not many companies does, but does this. But it, it's the quickest way to rid yourself of German cockroaches because German cockroaches are small and they get in every crack and crevice you can imagine in your house or catch, kitchen. And what happens is they take a, a a flushing agent, which is usually pyrethrin, and they've got a machine that pushes it in behind all the cracks and crevices that you have in your kitchen, in your stove, and your motors. And what it does, it burns them. The reason they all came out because they were hiding from his chemical that he put out before or bait. And once it burns them, it makes them run. And that's just their natural instinct. And they usually go up to the ceiling, and the ceiling usually turns black. It depends on how many you've got with cockroaches. Mm. the grossest but, thing I've ever heard. It, but, but it kills them. But that's the fastest way, you know, to do it. But, you know, if, he, if, you're, if your pest control specialist is only doing it once a month, then he's not breaking the life cycle. You, you need someone that's going to do it, like, week to week, back to back, over 21 days, because what it happens is, is, as he's doing it every month, you've got other cockroaches that are that are hatching out during that period of time, and you know, so you, you it takes a, a someone about twenty one days to break the life cycle and 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 uh, with a with a flushing agent and baits. So it, it, they are they are difficult to rid yourself of, it, and it takes time. It takes patience on the on the on the owner's part once you get them that bad. Well, it's Ooh. amazing. I mean, we've been chasing these things around for millennia, and they're, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're, we're not doing anything to them really, except maybe True. chasing them away from where we are. Yeah. 
So anyway, good. number to call is 877-MPB-RING. John, uh, John is with uh, Abel's Premier Pest, so that would be your place because it's Abel. Right, right, right. right. That's me. How do you get in touch with Abel's? Huh? Give me a phone number, man. Oh, it's uh, 601-874-1187. You can't do things that fast. got to do it slower. <laughs> I know yeah. people tell me I do go too fast. It's, right. it's 601-874-1187. That's okay. Abel's Premier Pass. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back in just a few moments. Hey, what do you got going on at your house? Is there any uh, type of critter you need chasing away? Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. What bugs or pests are you having trouble with? What sprays or traps have worked or not worked out for you? we got to talk about mouse traps. This is going to be great. Uh, call us with your question, comments, or just telling you, tell us what project you're working on. And is anyone else itching from talking about bugs? 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out pouring concrete. And our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. A little earlier going into the break, we were talking about rat traps. And uh, (laughs) Dell during the break, mentioned that he put out rat traps and come back and the bait's gone. That's because these critters (laughs) have been literally changing history during our entire (laughs) time on this earth. They're so smart. Yep. So, uh, what do you do? They do regular like rat slash mouse traps that you find. Do they actually work? Uh, well, like the little snap ones. Yeah, those are to me. I use the old style wooden ones that are snapper because not not anything against uh, the newer versions that are coming out, but the old snap trap with a spring uh-huh. that actually will break your finger when it goes off. The oh, yeah. ones. Great, uh, they work really well because uh, uh-huh. they're a lot. They're, they're a lot. Uh, you could set it to where they're very uh, light. Very very uh-huh. light because what happens with your bait's gone. Usually people use peanut butter or something of that nature, uh-huh. or a small piece of cheese. The less bait you have on there, the better off you are because they have to work harder to get to it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, See, we but, put like half a sausage yeah, on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and once they they they're smart. They'll sometimes they'll uh, I have seen them set on the the kill part, which is the hook. Uh huh. On top of it, and lean down to lick what's on the trap, and then when the trap goes off, it throws them off the trap. They come back. Spring <laughs> loaded. Insane. I'm, I'm saying, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Gary's on the line in Canton and talking about the evil termites. What's going on, uh, Gary? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good. Good. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, Gary. Uh, John said earlier in the show that we all swallow a couple of spiders a year. Just, just oh. remember that you know when you go to sleep tonight. All right. So now what's up with <laughs> so what's going on with the termites well here i i want to uh i got my house sprayed when i first built it and stuff mm-hmm. how come a termite inspector guy that comes out a specialist comes out but then sometimes you can buy the termite spray and spread yourself at the big box stores 
So, John, does the termite spray at the big box work? Yeah. Okay, one more time. <laughs> termite spray at the big box stores. Does oh, it work? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> reason being, this is this is reason being is uh, termites. Uh, they come up through the ground and have to, most of them. Uh, the two species that we deal with mostly here are eastern subterranean and Formosan. And they usually have they have to stay in contact with the soil. So what they do is they they find a way up through the soil into your home. And when you're just going around spraying the outside, you're not doing any good. You have to. That's why you see the termite guy come out and dig a trench around your home, and right. he puts chemical down in the ground about six, about six inches or a little deeper around, depending on how how deep your footing is. And uh, he fills it up with chemical. He comes back and he covers it up with dirt, and then he oversprays it. So over time, that's one of the chemicals that lasts a long time. As they come up through that dirt, they get into this chemical and they take it back to the hive and it kills them. That's that's the protection you have. Now, the stuff that you get just to spray around the outside of your house, it will kill a termite if it hits it, but it's not going to stay there. Okay. Well, that, yeah, direct contact stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. All right, Gary, All appreciate right, thank it. You. Yes, sir. All right. Now, the dreaded roly-poly, Paulette. <laughs> this is something my three-year-old used to play with. What's going on, Paulette? Well, in the summer, uh, we have just lots of them, and they'll come in the house, and um, they're on the patio, um, any place that there's a little moisture. Mm-hmm. Can I get rid of them? You, you got a cat? <laughs> I've got two cats. They love them. They're not interested. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Or grandchildren. Right. <laughs> right. Well, my grandchildren are all old, oh, Okay. So, so how do you, how do you get rid of them? They don't play with them either. Here's the thing. You know, on, on, uh, on, on those type things, what we call a roly-poly, they, they'll, um, you can get some bait. Uh, baits usually work better for those because, again, a spray is not going to really stop them. Uh, you know, you can go to uh, online uh, and, and look up uh, as a place called uh, do-it-yourself pest and you put in your 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 uh, problem uh, pest that you're having and it'll give you a list of chemicals that's normally baits and you sprinkle baits out like i said when it's dry and uh it'll it'll help you it'll help you tremendously now as far as getting rid of them completely possibly not but it'll help you control them to the point that you're not having them all inside your home right well you can't be in mississippi what? and be free of any bugs no you know? no yeah what kind of conditions makes them come moisture um well, they have to have moisture. Uh, they they are that that is one thing they live in is moisture. Uh, it, it helps them survive um, because they have to have a, a, a tremendous amount of moisture so they don't dry out. Because uh, if you'll notice, once they get in your home, they're in your home for a short period of time, and you'll see them rolled up somewhere because they've already started dehydrating. So, uh, but yeah, the, the the baits on the outside while it's dry uh, or in a, in a, not raining, should I say, then it will help you. Something okay. important okay. that you said there, John, is that the sprays don't work on them. Not well, no. Not okay. well at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Paulette, appreciate it. We need to uh, move it on. We've got one more question from uh, from Charlie, and she's in Brookhaven, and you have those cute little sugar ants that get everywhere. <laughs> I don't think they're cute. Right. <laughs> and they're not sweet. Um, yeah. We, every single summer, as soon as it starts to get warm, we're, it's like an infestation. We live in a 98-year-old house. Are they under the house? What can we do to get rid of them? We well, spray windowsills with 
with um, bug spray, with um, apple cider vinegar. Everything is wiped. They get in our pantry, everything. Charlie, he's sitting here shaking his head at everything yeah. you're saying. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You know, just your, your normal stuff that you get from you know Lowe's or whatever, it's really not going to do anything but stop them temporarily, if at all. Uh, you know, apple cider vinegar, what it does is it, it wipes down the pheromone trail that, that the scout leaves. But here's the thing. As soon as you wipe it down and you clean it up, they have – 20 more scouts scouting at your house, leaving trails for others to come in through. Now, don't get me wrong. The apple cider vinegar does work, but this is what you need to do, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to get you some, it's called Avion, it's called A-D-V-I-O-N, uh, mm-hmm. ant bait, okay? And it only attacks the ants. It doesn't do anything for anything. As a matter of fact, you could, it, it doesn't do anything for anything but ants, okay? So mm-hmm. what you do, you can go onto the website I was telling you about, do it yourself pest. Uh, and get you a tube of it, and one tube should last you a year because it doesn't take much. And as you see them trailing into your home, you put a little dot in their trail about the size of a pea, and you do that about four or five times down along that trail, and they'll you'll see them getting around. It looks like a parking lot because they start eating it, and they take it back to their hive, and it helps kill the Now, this is not a one-time thing. Once you see it again, it may take you two or three weeks, but they will go away. And you'll, you'll have them taken care of. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Charlie. That was a great question. And one of the things we've learned today, check this uh, site out, do-it-yourself pest, mm-hmm. right? Is that yes. what it's called? That's what do-it-yourself pest. Do-it-yourself pest. That's, that's pretty cool. All right, folks, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Javid Chapman. Our call screener today was Kevin Farrell. For Dale Moore and John Abel and the out- Jeff Sammons. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech coming up next and join us next Wednesday at 9 or this Saturday for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.